Chatterbone, welcome back, December 2nd, MLB lockout is upon us, Uh, just wanted to talk about the moves that were made, signings, trades, quickly touch on some of the big ones, some of the ones that I I like, don't like, and uh, just have a nice listen, catch up if you aren't on top of everything. Uh, First ones I want to go over on November 27th. Mets signed three players, Starling Marte, Mark Canna, and Eduardo Escobar. I actually love all three of these signings for them. Uh, you know, Marte gets four years, $78 million. I think it's pretty good. Might not get much from him in the fourth year, but, uh, you know, for the first and second year, you kind of had to do this. Adds an element of speed for the Mets. Um, and, you know, as with all three of these players kind of guys that don't strike out a bunch they'll take their walks they're going to get on base and it just makes this met lineup um i think it's going to be a deep pesky lineup it's going to be hard to get people out um you know mark Kana and escobar on the two-year deals i think is great they're a little bit older but you're getting them for two years i think it's perfect you know so if you have a lineup with brandon nemo starlin Marte, lindor Alonzo, Escobar, Kana, McNeil. I mean, there's no easy outs there. There's no guys that are going to strike out a ton. Maybe Alonzo a little bit, even though he's been improving. But I just think it makes it a really good lineup. Guys are going to, you know, make contact, not going to strike out. And, uh, you know, obviously the other major signing the Mets had was Max Scherzer. Uh, you know, I think they still need another arm or two, but come playoff time, you know, I don't have to talk about it much. DeGrom and Scherzer, 1-2. In a seven-game series, they might pitch four of the games, you know, if they're if they're healthy and coming back on, off short rest. It's going to be hard to beat them, especially with the lineup that we just went over. Uh, let's see. Look for another move that happened that I liked, let's see, or didn't like. I guess the Blue Jays here, they signed Kevin Gaussman, five years, $110 million. Uh, You know, they, they essentially swap him out for Robbie Ray. You know, Robbie Ray had the career season. You know, I don't know if people think he might take a step back. I think he had a 90% strand rate, Robbie Ray, which is like, you can't get better than that. You know, I think his control is is back to where he wants it to be. I think he's going to be a good pitcher. But, you know, did they believe in it fully? Do they think Gosman's going to be a little bit better? Who knows? I don't know. Gosman's going to the AL East. I think he'll settle in, though. I like what the Blue Jays have done. They have the great lineup. And now, you know, you got Barrios, Gosman. Hopefully Ryu bounces back. Manoa who I think is going to be a stud. You know, maybe hopefully Pearson makes his way back to the starting rotation. That's that's five good arms, I mean, compared to, you know, a year or two ago what they were throwing out there. So um, we'll see how Gosman does uh, in the AL. So the Texas Rangers obviously made big splashes. They signed Semyon, they signed Gray, they signed Seager. Uh, I still think they're pretty bad. 
you know, John Gray is their ace at the moment. I, I thought he would be like a, a great guy for the Mets to sign to be like their four or five pitcher, you know, get him out of Colorado. Um, but to be the ace on Texas, I, I you know, they, they have a lot of work to do with the rotation. They just bottled up a bunch of money for Semyon and Seager. I mean, Seager got a 10-year deal. He's had one healthy season. I don't know if you want to hand a guy who's been healthy for one year, 10 years. But at the same time, it's better than, you know, the same old teams, the Yankees, the Red Sox getting these guys. You like to see a team like Texas try to do something, even if it's not ideal. I mean, Semyon's also older. He got seven years. But again, you like to see them do things. I mean, you got you got a team like the Rockies, right? And... You know, I'm just imagining if I was a Rockies fan. Essentially, so two years ago, they trade Arenado for Austin Gomber and a couple minor leaguers who, you know, these aren't like top of the top of the line minor leaguers that they got. So they essentially got Austin Gomber for Arenado. And then you have Trevor Story and John Gray last season. They were in the last year of their deals. You know, as the Rockies, you you, you know you're probably not going to pay them, right? Um, so not only do you not trade Story or Gray at the deadline to load up, whether it be your farm system or, you know, young major leaguers, you don't make a trade. But then in the offseason, after you say you want to hold on to Gray, they didn't even offer him the qualifying offer. Um, had they done that, once he went and signed with Texas, they would have got draft pick compensation. But instead, they don't offer him the qualifying offer. They just lose him to Texas for nothing. Story hasn't signed anywhere yet, but, it, you know, it's pretty much a lock that he's going to go somewhere else. So combined, you know, you had Arenado and Story those, and Blackman. That was your, that was your core. Um, so you... Combined for Arenado's story and John Gray, you got Austin Gomber back in return. I mean, that just cannot happen. Uh, they still have Blackman. You know, the second they traded Arenado, you know, you're clearly, clearly breaking the team up. I think Blackman would have been a guy that would have had to go as well. At this point, he's he's past his prime. He didn't have a great year last year. Now it's too late. You're not going to get anything great for him. So getting back to the Rangers, you know, at least they're doing things. You know, you, you hate to see the teams like the Rockies where it's just like, what are you doing? You're just happy to be here. You don't want to win. You don't want to build for the future. You're just you're just happy to be a franchise. And that stinks. Stinks for the fans. Um so the Tampa Rays signed Kluber, one year, $8 million. Such a Tampa move. Probably going to be great for them. One year, it's $8 million. You know, it's his second year off the injury. I think it's a classic Rays move. I think he'll be, he'll be good for them. Mariners go and get Robbie Ray. Five years, $115 million. I like it. Um... I think the Mariners are going to be really good in a couple of years. Um, I think Kellenic will be fine next year. You got Julio Rodriguez coming. 
who I think is going to be an absolute stud. And, uh, you know, Logan Gilbert last year showed flashes. They have Kirby, who's also coming. So, you know, with Ray, the pitching looks good. And um, I think their lineup's going to be really good uh, when these young guys start to hit. They also uh, got Adam Frazier from the Padres earlier in the offseason. I like that move. Could be a super utility guy. Could play second for them. Good player. Let's see what else we have. Brave signed Kirby Yates. Two years. Eight million. I like it. You know, they they won the World Series. Will Smith gave you a heart attack every single time he came in to pitch. Maybe Kirby Yates could... um push him a little bit. Maybe they'll do a righty-lefty thing based on matchups. Yates was excellent before he got hurt. Uh, Tigers get bias. Six years, $140 million. I like this for the Tigers. Again, another team like the Rangers. You like to see them spend. Um, you know, early on, the Mets, you know, you thought the Mets would bring them back. They traded a top prospect to get him last year, um, even though I think that was kind of like a Hail Mary move by the old regime. As as the Mets were faltering, they, uh, you know, that was like a Hail Mary move to try to maybe get back into playoff contention. That's what usually happens when guys are ready to go out the door. They make moves that aren't maybe the best for the future. Traded Pete Crow Armstrong, who's a High prospect, good talent, traded him for Baez, and then you just lose Baez. Not the best thing to do, but like I said, it was the old regime. Uh, so you thought the Mets maybe would get Baez, maybe a team like the Red Sox, but it's good to see the Tigers spending money. The Tigers, much like the Mariners, they've got a ton of young talent coming. So I like this. You know, they have Spencer Torkelson coming, Riley Green coming. You know, you put them in the lineup. Uh, Badu was their leadoff hitter last year against righties. He's a good talent. And now you put Baez in between all these guys. Hope he can be a, you know, good veteran presence for them. Uh, Detroit, obviously, is tough, tough park to hit in Comerica. You know, you could see it with uh, guys like Nick Castellanos. You know, he was kind of like a 20-25 homer guy in Detroit. And then... Uh, Last year with Cincinnati, you know, batted well over 300, hit over 30 homers. So, but I think Baez has that power, that type of pop that he's still going to get his. And um, I like it. Six years, not too long. And good to see a team, you know. And obviously the Tigers have the young arms that are up, you know, Scooble, Mize, Matt Manning. So... Hopefully they could all progress together and be become a good team. Let's see what else we have. Red Sox signed James Paxton, one year, ten million. I feel like the Red Sox for the past couple of years have just been getting whatever they can get for their rotation. Listen, Paxton has good stuff, and if he could just stay healthy, which is. Probably not going to happen, but if he does, it's a good signing for a one-year. Red Sox also got Rich Hill, one-year, $5 million. 
you know what you're getting with Hill, but I like it. He'll give you innings. He won't get tattooed. Uh, Diamondbacks get Mark Melanson. Two years, 12 million. Listen, Melanson's been great every year, every team he's on. I don't not like it, but if you're the Diamondbacks, what about the other eight innings? <laughs> you know, you have so many holes on your team. Why Why a 39-year-old or whatever he is as a closer? I, I don't know if you need that. You should be developing players. You should be trying to get some young arms in there um, and maybe spending that money elsewhere. But uh, then you get to the Red Sox. Again, they trade... They trade Renfro for Jackie Bradley Jr. and two minor leaguers. I absolutely hate this trade for the Red Sox. I can't stand it. Um, some people will say, well, you know, they did it for the prospects, but I just, or they did it for Jackie Bradley's defense. You can't have a trade like this. I don't, I, I just, I don't understand why teams do this. Listen, the Red Sox were actually pretty scary in the playoffs last year. Nobody expected it, but they were scary. And I think the, the main thing was, the main two thing pe people in that lineup were, were Renfro and Schwarber. They had those guys mixed in with Devers, Xander, JD, Verdugo. That lineup was scary. And now you just traded Renfro. Schwarber's still on the open market. There's a lot of competition for Schwarber. If you lose Schwarber, and now you just lost Renfro, who hit 30 homers, almost drove in 100. Now, all of a sudden, what does that lineup look like? Those are two big bats. I understand Jackie Bradley's good in the field. He's a black hole offensively. He's going to bat under 200. And I just feel like you can get gloves elsewhere. I feel like you can get, you know, the Juan Lagarces of the world, the Kevin Pillars of the world for your bench if you need some some defensive versatility, which I don't even know if they need. I mean, Kike Hernandez was great in center. Verdugo is a great fielder. Do you really need Jackie Bradley in right field and batting 200? I don't know. I understand they got the two prospects, but I just don't like it. I think Renfro was a great fit in Boston. Saw him hit. Many moonshots over the green monster. I just, I really like the fit. On the flip side, I love this for the Brewers. They lost, obviously, El Garcia. Garcia goes to the Marlins. They didn't really touch on that. It's a pretty good move for them. Marlins have a ton of young talent, too. Garcia has shown he can be productive when he's healthy. So, but the Brewers lost Garcia. They replaced him with Renfro. I like it. They need some bats in that lineup. I still think they need to sign somebody else. Um, a guy like Nick Castellanos on the Brewers, I think, would do wonders for them. Obviously, you need Yelich to bounce back. But, you know, Renfro, at least for now, probably bat behind Yelich, give him some protection. Hope Yelich could bounce back. Adamas was great for them. I mean, we know this. we know the horses they have. Burns, Woodruff, Freddie Peralta. We know we know that they're going to pitch well. They need some bats. They need to score some runs, and they could be the favorite. I love them getting Renfro.
Cub sign Strowman. You know, I don't hate what the Cubs are doing. Um, you know, I think last year they traded for Nick Madrigal. Um, they took a flyer and signed uh, Clint Frazier. Um, you know, Albert Armora. Uh, uh, there was, they showed like a little life there. I know they're in like a huge rebuild, but, and now Strowman. I I loved Strowman on the Mets. He was, uh, you know, a guy you could count on. He's going to eat innings, professional pitcher, deep arsenal, always going to give you a chance to win. You know, they get three years, $71 million. I think that's a steal to get Strowman. Um, like I said, the Cubs are rebuilding, but I like the guys that they're bringing in, the little pieces here or there. Nothing huge, nothing flashy, but... This is how you want to start a rebuild, right? You want to get some people. You don't want to spend a ton of money initially. You want to ha hopefully have some young players step up, and then you can start to build. So I like what they're doing. Dodgers bring back Chris Taylor, four years, $60 million. That's a steal for them. Taylor said it wasn't really about the money. He wanted to stay with the Dodgers. They really needed him back after losing Seager and Scherzer. The Dodgers are still loaded. Everybody's freaking out. They're still loaded. Um, Turner's going to move to short. Obviously, Taylor could play anywhere. I Hopefully, Gavin Lux gets a chance to play second. I think Bellinger will bounce back. It was his first year off shoulder surgery. I think he'll be back. Mookie Betts hopefully gets healthy. They still have the arms. Bueller, Urias, May coming back. Kershaw, hopefully coming back. They'll be fine. Um, and uh, those are the free agent signings. Um, some trades mixed in. That was pretty much it. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on was Verlander. I mean, everybody said, you know, and reported that he agreed with the Astros, but now today, John Heyman said how, you know, they never made it official. They never had a Zoom meeting. They never introduced them. Nothing like that. So maybe it's nothing, but maybe it's something. It seems weird that they didn't finalize that deal with Verlander. I don't know if something happened, if he got hurt again, if he didn't pass his physical. Um, maybe he saw how much money Scherzer got and thinks he should have got more, even though he got $25 million per year. Um. So I don't know, and then uh, the other one I missed uh, early on was Syndergaard going to the Angels, one year, $21 million. I think the Mets offered him 18 and a half. I like it for the Angels. I mean, you have Trout. They haven't been able to do anything with him, um, but you can't fault the Angels for, for not trying. I mean, it seems like every year they're trying to get somebody. Even when they strike out, they tried to get Cole. You know, they went and got Rendon. They they signed Justin Upton years back. Like, they're always trying, you know. They, they signed Dylan Bundy. They signed Matt Harvey before he was awful. Like, it's not the greatest of moves, obviously, but can't fault them for, for not trying. Sometimes the players have to perform, and they just don't. In this case, they're getting Syndergaard. Great talent, great stuff. 
Can he stay healthy? Can he give them enough innings? Probably not just probably not this year, but hopefully he can show something. They could sign him long term. They need some arms. They have Trout, they have Otani, and uh another big guy is Rendon. They need him to bounce back. He looked awful. If he's finished, it's gonna be tough, but because he's locked into a big contract, they're gonna need him to be the hitter he was. So it's a quick wrap up of the off season so far. We're in a lockout. Hopefully it doesn't last too long. You know, you still have big names out there. Trevor Stories, you know, you still have big names that need to sign. Um we'll see what happens and uh hopefully we're back to back to playing baseball in the spring. See you next time.